1: Money FM eighty nine point three. Good morning. You're here with me, Danco, on Market View, and let's now get you up to speed with what's happening in the markets. Asia Pacific stocks are trading lower this morning, following a bout of selling on Wall Street, with Japan leading the way down at one point one seven percent. Australia is down zero point two seven percent, and Korea is down zero point zero eight percent. Now, U.S. stocks snapped their three days wheeling streak yesterday after a bout of sell-off as the results of midterm elections provided no clear answers about who could control Congress yet. A crypto sell-off also weighed on the markets. Now, the Dow Industrial Average fell 646 points, or about 1.95%, to 32,513. The S&P 500 shed 2.08% to 3,748 points, and the Nasdaq Composite dipped 2.48% to 10,353. On a U.S. midterm elections front, Wall Street had expected the Republicans to gain ground and block any future tax and spending plans, but the news was not yet projecting control of the House of Representatives, which led to the sell-off last night. And an estimate by NBC even suggested that Republicans could end up with 222 seats, which would be a narrow majority. Bitcoin's fall to a new bear market low had also contributed to the poor performance on Wall Street last night as Bitcoin traded as low as about US$16,799 down 13.17% on the day, and this marks the largest one-day percentage loss since June 13th. Also in the crypto space, Ethereum also shed more than 19%, falling to as low as $1,162 on the same day. And what could possibly lead to this collapse, you ask? Well, this comes after Binance announced that it is backing out of its plans to acquire FTX, leaving the crypto empire on the verge of collapse. The reversal comes one day after Binance CEO Chang Peng Chao announced that the world's largest cryptocurrency firm had reached a non-binding deal to buy FTX non-US business for an undisclosed amount, rescuing the company from a liquidity crisis. In a tweet, the Binance says that their hope was to be able to support FTX customers to provide liquidity, but the issues were beyond their control or ability to help. As of now, Bankman Freed has told investors that the, the company is facing a shortfall of up to $8 billion from withdrawal requests and needs emergency funding. It remains unclear who will be stepping up to buy the crypto exchange. Meanwhile, investors are also worried ahead of the October Consumer Price Index report that will be released later today. And economists by Dow Jones anticipate that the headline CPI grew by 7.9% from the prior year, down slightly from September gain of 8.2%. Meanwhile, this also seems like Wall Street layoff is picking up steam as the global investment banks Citigroup and Barclays have joined the bandwagon, announcing that they will be cutting their advisory and trading personnel this week amid sharp declines in revenue and dimming prospects for next year. New York-based Citigroup let go of roughly 50 trading personnel this week and London-based Barclays cut about 200 positions across its banking and trading desks this week. The move shows that the industry has returned to an annual ritual that has been part of what has been defined life on Wall Street. And back at home, we are currently 10 minutes into the local trading day and it looks like things are playing out the same as the rest of the region with the Straits Times Index currently trading down at 3,165 points. Now here are some stocks that are worth watching out for today. First off, Sats. The infight caterer and ground handler reported a net loss of $9.9 million for the second quarter, reversing a year-ago profit of $6.8 million as operating expenses rose and lower government grants were received. During the second quarter, Sats revenue rose 46% to $429 million as its food and gateway segments reported higher revenue on the back of aviation recovery and consolidation of revenue from Asia air freight terminal. No dividend was declared, though, as the board says that it would be prudent to not pay Dividend until SAT restores profitability without government reliefs. Meanwhile, they also provided an update on the funding for its proposed acquisition of Worldwide Flight Services that was announced earlier in September. The proposed rights issue will not exceed $800 million, and it currently received $690 million in cash as of end September. StarHub. Telco StarHub reported a 32% year-on-year decline in net profit for the third quarter, even as total revenue rose 14.2%. Now, the net profit for three months ending September 30th of this year fell to $27.4 million. And StarHub chief financial officer says that while macroeconomic headwinds have led to declines of the company's profitability, it is currently taking steps to manage both energy and staff costs. And last on the list, Propnex. The real estate agency reported a 21.9% increase in net profit for the third quarter on the back of higher revenue. The net profit for the three months ending September 30th of this year rose to $17.6 million. And Propnex says the market has remained remarkably resilient in the past nine months, with both private residential and HDB resale segments continuing to make price gains in the third quarter of this year. While there have been fewer project launches at the start of this year, Propnex believes that it had healthy growth from the increase of its sales force and a focus on maintaining their momentum for the remaining of the year. And that's all we're tracking for today. Ryan and Raushan, let's reel in in because they have something that they're tracking on their radar.
2: Thank you so much for that Market View update, Dan, this Thursday morning. You're right, Ryan is joining us. And Ryan, I'd like to speak to you about Binance FTX. We talked about the drama unfolding yesterday. Glad to report Episode 2 seems to have come out overnight. (laughs) It does look like there is yet
0: another twist to what's happening in their space? I'm just looking at the headlines. Everyone is trying to wrap their heads around what's going on right now, because you and me included. <laughs> we had Binance stunning the world first with their acquisition offer, a letter of intent, non-binding, to buy FTX. FTX. Mm-hmm. And now it looks like there was a hint. You know, it was non-binding. They had to do their due diligence, and after doing their homework, they figured out that did did not want a piece of the pie, um, did not want anything to do with FTX. Mm. And this is around reports about how Binance, like what Dan mentioned, is staring into a big black hole of financial liabilities. Um, We are talking about the sum of $8 billion. So it's a huge, tall order to meet those um, financial liabilities. And this is also on top news that US regulators are circling around FTX. And this actually has been going around in circles for quite some time. The rumours, speculation that there are some improper practices around FTX when it comes to risk management, customer funds, how they segregate or ring fence their monies and how they spend it as well. So that opacity has been one of the big question marks around the crypto world, especially around how FTX has been using these monies in recent weeks. Mm. So this is something that is now putting the spotlight on Alameda Research, which is the trading house under Bankman fried So it's all around how there is actually not enough collateral to be squaring off the balance books right now. So this is something that is going to be investigated and I think Binance does not want to be part of the troubles that is swamping FTX and just drowning it day after day and this is where we are right now. And for investors, I think it's going to be a tough spot. There are some worries that ftx might have to file for bankruptcy Mm. and among the investors list you've got the likes of tamasic holdings they were in the mix when it came to the series b and series c funding rounds Mm. to the tune of 900 million and around 400 million dollars respectively you've got tiger global management third point altimeter capital management is a who's who in the hedge funds world And also, Ontario Teachers Pension Plan, Secure Capital, Lightspeed Venture Partners, SoftBank Group. No, it's a huge list of big names who have backed FTX and are now scrambling to figure out what to do from here.
2: Yeah, certainly. Uh, I just want to touch on the other cryptocurrencies that are taking a hit as well. Dan, what are your thoughts on that? The likes of Ether, Solana, Polkadot, Avalanche, all on the decline because of this.
1: Yeah, you can see that obviously, you know, this news has taken the crypto space by storm because especially for Bitcoin, has fallen to its lowest since 2020 and we are seeing prices going down to as low as $16,700. So this is obviously going to be echoed throughout the rest of the the coins that are playing out in the markets and it remains to be seen on how things will shift and perhaps there might be a company that may step up to acquire ftx but for now i think as we talked about this a lot volatility remains in the market
2: yeah certainly yeah i mean you talk about possibly a company coming in but with binance staying away from the drama almost it's a bit uncertain ryan i just want to quickly bring you in we've seen episode one episode two what are your yeah. what's your forecast for episode so three then?
0: Talk about whether this is good or bad for the crypto world. Mm. So if you look at the let's start with bad news first, right? So you've got this really rocking the confidence of many crypto investors and to some extent it's also spilling over into other risk assets like the equity space, which is why I think Wall Street was down sharply last night. Mm. And the other side of the way to look at things is how with FTX out of the picture, Binance now consolidates its position in the industry. And when you have a less fragmented industry, when you have just a stronger leadership in the space, mm. the standards or whatever practices is being put forth is more streamlined. So there's only, in one sense, one form of regulation or one standard to follow when it comes to the crypto space. So that's the other way to look at it, that it has streamlined how the crypto space will develop in the years to come. So maybe this this episode weeds out the weaker contenders and it's just the free market
2: being healthy to some point. Yeah, certainly survival of the fittest, right? Ryan, I just want to quickly ask you, you talk about Binance possibly then becoming the outright leader in that market. You mentioned the numbers yesterday. They already seem like leaders in terms of size. But do you think that, Binance, that played a part in Binance's decision to pull out of the deal to rescue FTX?
0: Well, we talked about how trading volumes on Binance... Come to the tune of 40 billion dollars, and FTX was 4 billion dollars. So you can see the size, the gap is really, by, really miles away. And if you look at some of the reports coming out, you've got some speculation that actually Binance may have masterminded this all along to sink mm. the ship mm. by planting all these seeds. You know, it really was triggered when Binance sold. These tokens called FTT, which is the native token of FTX, which sparked the entire asset run, the bank run, so to speak, where people were just withdrawing cash at such a huge volume that FTX did not have enough liquidity to pay everyone. So this is why they are in this state right now. And people are saying, hey, maybe that is what Binance meant to do, to sink FTX and maybe even buy it on a cheap but it looks like they may actually come out winners if you look at how the dust is settling right now. It's just them versus the rest of the smaller exchanges
2: right now. Right. Yeah, certainly the plot thickens and that's a story we'll certainly be keeping a close eye on in the days and weeks to come. Ryan Huang, thank you so much for joining us on the show to give us your opinions. Dan, thank you so much for your updates with the market. Before acting on the information on Money FM, please consider if it's suitable
0: for your own investment objectives, financial situation and risk tolerance. To listen to more great interviews, download our podcasts at moneyfm893.sg or download our audio app. That's A-W-E-D-I-O.